The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will not lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he's a DB of the show. We are black in sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Here talking about the things in and around the game of sports. So we're bringing you back in the locker room. You ready to do this, MH? Yes, sir. All right, man. Today, inside the locker room, we're going to talk about how to live a my life on purpose. So we got the eight steps of becoming, you know, we had a, a, a guest that kind of uh, given us this. So how you want to start it out, MH? Yeah. So, uh, this was, here's the book right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, how to live my life on purpose. This was a book uh, authored and wrote by, um, one of our guests, uh, Bishop Jeffrey Dudley. He was on season one, episode 39. Um, and it's a book, um, obviously, um, about purpose uh, and what God's purpose are, you know, is for us. But uh, it's a it's a book that can apply uh, to anyone's walk of life. Um, you know, whether that's in sports business, whether that's being an athlete, whether that's a former athlete, whether that's just being a person with a job. Uh, you know, or being a, a grown adult. Absolutely. What is your purpose in life? And I think that's always a question that us, as we get older and uh, mature in life, we always kind of ask, am I, am I doing what my purpose here? If I'm doing what I'm truly, you know, sit on this earth to do. Absolutely. Um, and I think this is a book that helps have eight steps that kind of guides you to what that purpose is in your life. And, you know, Bishop is definitely heavily in sports. I mean, you know, kind of he played it, um, you know, he was on the show and just talked about the different correlations in his life. Uh, uh, going through so you know like we do in black and sports man we, we we look at all different topics from all different aspects and you know we're gonna you know do some correlation between you know what this book meant for us and maybe some just highlight a couple chapters because you know we don't want to give it all away once you still go out there and get the book um but yeah man let's, let's start it off with chapter one man what was your you know thoughts right offhand with chapter one yeah so you know the title of chapter one is is god's plan for my purpose um, God's plan. You know I, yeah, <laughs> God's plan. Hey. Um, and I think the 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 key word in that that title obviously is plan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before you out, you go out to kind of do something, anything in life. Uh, you know, as a former coach, I always think that you know, as when you think about football, you're doing a lot more planning and a lot more uh, scheming than you are actually playing, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, and so for those moments when you do play to be beneficial, <laughs> the plan is, is very important to what you're doing. Um, and I think that, that for me, that kind of made me think about a little bit about uh, what Deion Sanders is doing uh, for, at Jackson State and for HBCUs um, and how we touched on, he just had his first season, uh, really a spring season. Right. Um, and uh, he kind of touched on, you know, obviously there's a, a narrative out there that, you know, HBCU athletes are below the power five um, to just, some degree. Yeah. They um, just talked yeah, about that on uh, the athlete. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, athlete. Yeah. Yeah. But he addressed his plan is to change all that. And it seemed like he had very tr- strategic and, and very intentional ways uh, of chanting, uh, of, 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 of 
of changing that narrative and what this plan is. Right. That was our immediate thoughts. What was, what's kind of your thoughts on it? Um, no, I mean, staying on the line of that, right? So it's God's plan. I think what was big for me is that um, it talked about, there was a quote or a stat in the book where he said, you know, the average age is 79, right? So we'll live to, you know, the average age, most of us live, you know, hopefully God willing to that age. And then mm-hmm. through that time frame, you come across 80,000 people, you touch 80,000 people. So having that, you know, natural connection or touching people just by living, you know, how are you living in God's plan and in your purpose to touch those people? And so I think that Dion is really taking the most of that, right? Cause he touched us even when he was getting money, you know, like it must be the money, you know, he was, he was, he was touching us, right? Like his swag when he played at Florida state drew me and I knew definitely to you, <laughs> right. Being a DB watching him. So he was doing all those things, developing that story and that message to who knew he was going to be now um, shepherding, you know, this flock of these sheep, you know, in these HBCUs and, and just bringing light to it. And so much. So not only is he touching those kids at the school, he's touching the whole um, HBCU, um, I guess, family or, or, or organizations. Yeah. Right. Because now you see uh, a couple other coaches stepping up. Um, saying, hey, I want to go to HBCU now. Eddie George, uh, I think, you know, and there's, there's going to be many more, right, but those are of recent. So I think that was the, the thing that touched me was just seeing how he, um, in the book it talks about how many people we come through in a lifetime and if we're intentional, you know, with our plan and God puts, you know, that plan together for us to kind of, um, you know, reach all to a potential. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you you, you, you touch on, you know, the amount of people in, in 79 years, obviously that's time. Right. Uh, so <laughs> right. the word plan is not, you know, quick, fast and hurry. I know we're in a, we live in a pretty instantaneous society. Right. Um, but the word plan, although it's four letters, it's kind of longstanding. Right. Um, so yeah, that's big. And then the other thing, and it's just, it's funny reading it and, you know, knowing Bishop, he still puts his like I, some of his, he puts his jokes in there. So like when he's sure. talking about when you talking about plan, right? It's not A to B. I mean, it's it may be A to B, but it has some wiggly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't mind those extra steps in your plan because you and God know you both need to exercise. Right. <laughs> so that tickled me because I just think about like when we're in a men's uh, thing on Saturday, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he always busts those little side jokes in there. So <laughs> it was good to kind of you know see that humor um, in there. Um. One of the other things that stuck out to me, and, and we're still in chapter one, man, so he started off amazing, was just how he says you have to go through something before God lets you shine. And, like, that's part of, you know, the whole kind of going up and down and through the path. And yeah. um, if we were to kind of talk about maybe some of the people that, like, went through something, I would talk about, like, maybe even Byron Allen, right? So he's mm-hmm. big and doing all these things for black media, you know, he's suing these big companies and shaking them like, hey, we uncracked the code. Like, you're giving to diverse media companies, but you're not giving to black-owned media companies, right? And, you know, he went through this court case and lost and, you know, went to appeals. And, you know, he's just going through all this adversity, you know, uh, in hopes and an effort to help um, black media such as ourselves. So, Yeah, you're right, man. I mean, we'll probably touch on her a little later, but... You know, Naomi has kind of reached the, the pinnacle of, you know, her sports and uh, women tennis, beating Serena and, you know, kind of kind of being thrust into being the 
person <laughs> to the next to carry that mantle. Absolutely. Um, and I think you're right. We'll definitely get in there when we talk about yeah. one of the chapters. Yeah. Was there anything else? I mean, and, and just in the um, HBU space, you know, it may not be athletes, but just what people are doing. So um, uh, Jeff Bezos wife, right? Like yeah. she, she broke bread. Like she, she, she married him, got broke off and was like, Hey, you know, this, <laughs> this wasn't my plan, but Hey, let me break bread. Um, yeah. last question I want to ask about before we move on to the next chapter is, um, one of the things he, uh, he brought up in, in the, it was kind of like the, you know, it's almost a, a workbook as well. It has devotionals yeah. and, and, and next steps and things that make you kind of reflect in the book. And he was talking about a one year, three year, five year plan. What's your thoughts on that? And do you have a one year, three year, five year plan? Yeah. Uh, I think it's, uh, important. Uh-huh. Um, because you, you, you kind of have to be pushing for something right. in, in a way. Um, it helps you stay focused. It helps you not get sidetracked. And obviously, uh, to your point, there are different layers. But I think it's very important uh, to do that, mm-hmm. especially, like I said, we touched on earlier in this society where it's instantaneous. You can kind of get, you know, wish washed all, you know, out, out, of, out of whack, really. <laughs> right. Um, and, and not to get, you know. Uh, obviously we're, we're talking about, you know, relationship with God and, you know, you can pray to whoever you want to pray to, but I think it's always important also that there's a leader that you have, um, you know, somebody that's higher than you, uh, that's helping you come up with your plan. Right. Uh, because we all make mistakes of where we're at. It's always good to look at somebody that, whether that be a, a, a elder or older person, um, they still have negatives because they have been through that, but they can help you develop what your one to three year you know, fire planning. I do have some, I always kind of break it down into kind of a spiritual and, uh, obviously, uh, career wise. And then in personal, mm-hmm. you know, my life has changed recently with, you know, having a child and, you know, being married and becoming, you know, a leader of a household. And so to sense that way, um, there has to be a plan there <laughs> because I can't leave without a plan. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so yes. And I actually write them down now, uh, that's we, the we big part right there. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I have a kind of an exercise where we don't really do New Year's resolutions, but we try to put our, our goals and our plans to paper uh-huh. on somewhere where we can see it every morning, you know, and, and during these long months of June where it's 110,000 degrees there in Vegas already. Right. It's important to understand what your plan and purpose is Not for the year moving forward. Facts. All right, jumping into, um, you know, and like you said, we just really pick and chose just a couple of chapters because, you know, we want you to get yeah. the book. Um, but the, the I'll open up the next chapter. It was uh, Praise on Purpose, um, chapter six, right? Chapter six. Praising on Purpose. Um, I think the biggest thing that jumped out to me um, was the no fear. Mm. Um, you know, it says we're, we're we're not supposed to live in any fear, and I think for me, you know, relating it to sports, someone that sticks out to me of no fear is Dak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dak Prescott has you know going back to chapter one, facing him adversity, right? You know, losing his mother mm-hmm. and his brother, right? Yeah, holding out on a contract where you know he bet on himself, then getting injured when he was putting it all on the line. 
And then just still believing in himself, saying like, no, I am the future. You know, this is my desk. This is what I'm supposed to be here for. You know, I believe in that. And, uh, you know, he didn't have fear. And, um, you know, he's hopefully going to come out on top. I hope he has a great season. You know, I hope he doesn't get that money. <laughs> oh, of course he will. He's a cowboy. Oh, will. We, you know, come on now. And I know Bishop's going to agree with you because he's a cowboy fan too. So this, <laughs> right. this is double trouble. But, but that, that, he, said, he said he's not intimate with the cowboys though. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's his exact words. <laughs> he, he, he's not getting that, uh, that intimate time with them, I guess. But yeah. no, that, that was one of the things that, that stuck out for me. What about you? Yeah, uh, there was uh, kind of a section in the, in the chapter. It was called the, the Power of Purpose Praise. Um, and kind of touching back on chapter one, we touched on it was kind of like the adversity mm-hmm. um, and knowing that it's important to praise and be thankful for where you're at in the moment. Um, and, I, you know, when I think of it, and I'll tie it back to an athlete, I think of Derrick Rose. Mm. Um, because you know, shots the Knicks season over. But uh, yeah, you okay, man? I, I was, I was yeah, going. Okay, they, yeah, man, they got bounced out tonight. But you know, did you we'll, did you shed your thug tears and you know pour out a little liquor for yeah, them yeah. and kept it moving? Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. it's a foundation. It's a foundation where <laughs> we're trying to go. We got a plan, right? We got a plan. <laughs> we, we, we got a plan. Okay, um, okay. But you know, one thing about you know Derrick Rose, obviously Derrick Rose is the youngest MVP. Uh, in NBA history. Right. Um, and obviously we know that he's went through injuries and knee injuries to both knees and being up and down. And Things you're not supposed to come not. back from. like Correct. Correct. And some personal things and, you know, having that large Adidas deal and then not really the face of Adidas anymore. There's a lot going on. Right. Um, but one thing that he always talks about, and I think he had an Instagram post of, how he's kind of changed his game. Mm-hmm. And to me, that, that makes that, that made me think that, Hey, he's, he's praising and he's thankful for where he's at, even through the process. And he's not looking at the end. He's not looking at the past. Like, this is what I was. It's like, this is where I'm in now. And I'm thankful to be here. And he's still doing his thing at a very high level. Right. So that's kind of who I call So sticking Around the New York area. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about like the rotation of your hair right there. <laughs> so, KD, right? Um, yeah, he had no fear, um, and maybe the New Jersey Nets fans are praising him for choosing the Nets and having Kyrie come over. I mean, that was a big. Mm-hmm. I mean. Cause it's the Mecca, right? Like, why would you not choose? Like, for him to 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 not choose the the Mecca and go to the Nets, it's like. And I saw you get paused because you thought I was calling the Nets the Mecca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. And, and, and you got like you know your chest kind of puffed up a little bit. And yeah, your I neck, just make sure your, your neck was straining. You know, these headphones sometimes get you know a little distorted, a little echo, yeah, yeah, yeah. reverberation or something like that, right? Yeah, okay. Nah, I said the Mecca. Okay. Okay. Um, and but no, for him to not choose that, right? Like when you was talking about New York, you know, everybody assumed and thought the Knicks, and mm-hmm. he pulled a switcheroo and him and Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie. Oh, so there was another point, right? Staying on that same vein, <laughs> um, it talked about different ways of praising. Um, mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed that as well because it's not always just what people do on Sunday. It's that relationship that you have throughout the week. You know, listening to devotionals, liquid prayers. Right? I, I tell people all the time mm-hmm. when they say they cry, they pride. You know, like when my mom passed, I've shed some liquid prayers. Um, sure. 
dancing, shouting, and just however you, you know, can can build that relationship and praise, you know, I think you do that. And Kyrie is, Kyrie is definitely doing some different praising because um, he's just in a di- he's just in a different light in a different world, man. You know, he's telling yeah. us not to say the N word. You know, he's saging the court before he goes, so he's looking to be in an, an intentional praiseworthy place in his life. <laughs> we can we can definitely say that. <laughs> any more? <laughs> you got any more thoughts on that one? Nah, good with that one, Mascus. So jump into, and like I said, we picked out a couple chapters, you know, so there was eight total steps, right? So the eight steps were comprised in eight different chapters. And like we said, there's um, great devotionals. There's also uh, additional scriptures and quotes in there. Um, I didn't even, I forgot to, Jeremiah 29, 11 started off the first one. So that was always, that was uh, one of my favorite scriptures. But chapter seven, my perspective. All right, so. This one, we really get a lot of kind of talk behind that, right? Because athletes often (laughs) and people in sports have their perspective. So what jumped out for you in this chapter? And, you know, let's talk about it. Yeah, man. uh, Be you. Man, that is two words, but so powerful. Uh, 100%. I loved it. And, And where he tied it back to the story in the Bible was David and Goliath and you know how David was going to, to fight Goliath and they was like alright cool man we're going to put this you know you got to get the eye patch on we're going to put this nice heavy helmet on uh, make sure your boots is tight yeah and he's like so, bro I can't, I can't get loose in all this he's like no take, these, take these five rocks these pebbles with you why <laughs> <laughs> give me this smooth story this, this slingshot of the made up the back but you know, at, at a young age, David understand who he was, and he knew that being somebody else wasn't wasn't him. And I, I mean, touch, touching on Kyrie, uh, what you just touched on, uh, though I may not agree with all he's doing. You know, at the end of the day, he's being who he is, and he's right. being true to him, and he's not letting the media or our opinion or really anybody's opinion of him change who he is. Right. And I think there has to be a, there has to be, I'm sure, somewhat of a freedom uh, mentally for him that probably allows him to be better at his sport because he just truly knows who he is and he's not trying to do anything outside of himself. No, absolutely. There has to be a freedom and comfort in that. And, you know, it takes a while for, uh, you know, people to get to that space. And because there's a lot of adversity to get to that space, there are fears to get to that space, right? Like, you know, depending on where you, what stage you are in life, you know, sometimes you're not afforded um, that piece to do that. Like you can, but it becomes at a risk. And then that's where you have to be super comfortable and, and know that, like, God's got you, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, no, the BU really stuck out to me. And it brought up a book that I read back in the days by uh, Russell Simmons. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. so uncle, uncle Russ, uncle Russ put out a book called do you, and it was mm-hmm. saying kind of like 12 principles, same like, you know, uh, Bishop's book where it gives like 12 steps or eight, this one's eight, his was like 12 of happiness. So, you know, he's a yogi, but he's a businessman and things like that. So it was a quick, easy read, but I definitely think it's just applying around the same things of setting your goals, doing the things that you need to do to get to where you want to be as far as personal happiness, personal growth. And as well as, you know, financial and, you know, business success. So that's a that's a little plug for you. Uh, Do You um, by Russell Simmons. It was a dope book. 
I love it, man. I love it. I think another, uh, you know, athlete that comes to mind uh, when it comes to kind of uh, just being you is is, is Russell Westbrook. <laughs> and I said I would laugh. He has a, I guess he has a, a little slogan that says, why not? Um, right. So, that's his foundation too, right? Yeah, that's yep. his foundation. Uh, you know, I think that's what he even calls his shoes. Why oh, really? Not? Why not? Okay. 0.2, whatever. So that's like him. Um, and you know, he always kind of claims like, why, why, why not him? Why not you? Why, why can't I be why great? I, yep. Um, why not? I, why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like a positive, negative, positive thinking thing kind of thing. It reminded me of a, a, a book by Bobby Knight where he had, he said it was the power of negative thinking, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, and it was basically saying, be you. Hey, right. if you're not in a basketball sense, Hey, Shaq, if you're not a three-point shooter, we don't need you out there taking more than <laughs> three dribbles to shoot threes. Right. We need you with your big body your, in the paint. In the paint, right? right. Yeah, understand who you are. Understand how your bread gets buttered and being you. Um, <laughs> and I think that is a, a, a powerful statement. Oftentimes, we kind of get, again, we kind of get toward, you know, sidetracked right. if we don't really understand who we are. Absolutely. I think that's... Uh, a very vital piece in your purpose. All right, stick with me on this one. I'm about to do a a, 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 a windy road on this one. So let me let me sit up. <laughs> um, and this is a part of the prep notes that you had. And then, like when I was reading over, and I was like, okay, let's 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 do this. So one of the things he okay. talks about, Bishop talks about, is that everybody. Uh, well, let's start with this. The chapter had some geographical um, history put into it, right? And 100%. one of the things it says, like, hey, everybody's from Africa. That's the origin, right? Mm-hmm. We, we all from mm-hmm. Africa of that descent. And so tying it back to maybe we'll call him an athlete is J. Cole, who played <laughs> who who played in the African basketball. You like that? You like that right there? <laughs> I, I like how you I like how you did that. And uh, you know. He had a combination, and I think that ties in both themes that came in this chapter, right? Yeah, he played. That was the league he played on. But he knew who he was. Um, he fought fear, and he went after it. And that was because we did a show on that <laughs> about him going to the league and after he dropped his shoe and everything, and, and he made it happen, man. So um, did you watch any of the games or see him play at all? I, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> he said I think I think after uh... – you know, two to three games, he probably found out that this is not my purpose, right? Go. <laughs> his, his, his new album is tough, but you know that's that's your purpose. That's a that's how you t- that's how you connect to your eighty thousand people right there. <laughs> that's your connection. That's your connection. You. Yeah, no. <laughs> so so maybe like uh, Pat, uh Bishop said, those were his extra steps he was taking <laughs> along his path. And you, you got know, sidetracked. You got, yeah. and sometimes you just need to be reminded, right? You got to step out yeah. and <laughs> you pull back. Reminded quick with some of them jump shots. Oh, that's a few funny. Um, I think another thing um, that was dope is in the chapter he talked about God will always unite people around a common purpose for changing lives, right? And I know a lot of people do it, but I want to shine light on the WNBA on kind of what they've done. I mean, hell, uh-huh. they flipped the whole state, <laughs> you know, as far as in the, you know, um, the party race. 
And then uh-huh. if you look at um, their document that they ha- the documentary they had, um, the 144, everything that they pushed, they really wanted to say, no, what, what do we want to do? Not what the league wants us to do or what the NBA is doing. What do we want to do when we make these decisions? And they were talking about the lockout and, and how they show up and their shirts. And they've always been really progressive and pushing forward. So, you know, I love to see the shine. Shout out to the 25th, you know, anniversary of their season. But they are someone that I, I think did a combination of pulling together for a common purpose to change lives, but also uh, being you and doing you and your and your purpose. Yeah, no, nah. I think that's spot on, um, and, and kind of in that same vein a little bit. Um, Naomi Osaka, Kyler Murray, uh, Jordan Clarkson, they had a, they're doing a little series with I think it's Nike. Okay. Um, but they were talking about <clears throat> obviously their Asian, <clears throat> excuse me, their Asian and, and African American and, and black side, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and all three of them, uh, you know, have some Asian descent and, and black uh, descent, obviously. Right. Um, but I think what was cool about that talk with all of them mm-hmm. is that they're representing both of who they are, right? Right. And you know, they're complete they understand, self. Yeah, they're complete self. They understand that the platform that they are on, they understand that they are, um, you know, kind of representation for a lot of different people uh, in a lot of different ways. And uh, for them to take on that responsibility, understand that responsibility and and, and move to being changed, um, you know, use it for good, I think is huge. uh, And shout out to them uh, for doing that. Absolutely. And definitely shout out for what Naomi is going kind of going through right now, standing up for herself. And uh, I think it's mental health uh, awareness month coming up. At least I know there's actually a uh, minority or black um, mental health coming up in June or July or something like that. Either way, she's being courageous. Um, you know, she got fined. Um, you know, they always want to call you out when you step outside of the box that they want to put you in. So I'm glad that uh, Venus Serena, uh, just a lot of the culture and people are supporting us. So, you know, we definitely want to just send our support out to her too because it's all good when you're out there, you know, dribbling. And, you know, it's, it's almost a shut up and dribble. Like, it's shut up and play. Like, we don't care about your health type thing. So, um, it, it's kudos to her, um, you know, doing what she needs to do. And I'm happy Nike, you know, voice that they're going to they're gonna stand by her. So, that's always good too because a lot of things that they have to make these decisions affect their money. So, you know, it, it's good that that's in a good standing. 100%. Anything else for the people, man? Nah, it's been good. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely put, you know, some of the some, some of the details of the book. Um, for our guests moving forward in season two, man, we, we, we want to uh, support you guys and, and all the endeavors that you guys have in all uh, of, of your paths and career paths. So, you know, we'll be providing, uh, you know, a book to our guests. Um they can also apply to their plan and purpose. And I know EJ, you want to do some special things for our listeners as well. Yeah, So let, we'll figure um, out something on social media. We'll, we'll put together something. We, you know, we have a couple books. Um, you know, we definitely want to get this out to our listeners. Uh, so we just need to figure out some way to, um, you know, make sure that they listen and, and people that really want the book um, and, and get it out to them. So we'll come up with some, so stick tuned, stay tuned, check out our social media and we'll get that out to man. You got anything else MH? All good, man. All right, man. Well, we want to thank everybody for uh, listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Like I said, we're here to bring you the great content in and around sports. um, And and you got to have a plan. You have to have a purpose. So 
Uh, continue to check us out. You know, we drop every Thursday exclusively here. Uh, you can hear us anywhere they play podcasts. All right. And uh, just know, practice gratitude, stay safe, and we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got us sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 yo. Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat bouts and racks on handmade new rags. Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.